It has been decided. People have been polled. Scientists have studied it. Everyone has taken a look, and they have decided that showers are more relaxing than baths. Fair. AJ McCall on VFX. Now, my question is is twofold. One, what kind of bath are you taking? Like, you're actually devoted? Because, like, if you were to ask me, part of my issue is, like, after sitting in hot water for so long, I don't know. These movies glorify the ability, right, to just (sighs) sit there for hours on it. I Mm -hmm. can't do it. I can't do it. No. But are you actually taking a bath the right way? Because before I actually got a serious relationship, my bath was hot water bath. That's that's not bad. You gotta you gotta maybe get some candles, but you gotta get some Epsom salts mm-hmm. and some essential oils. Mm-hmm. So are you taking a bath the right way? I'm gonna I'm I'm weighing in that the average American is no. I think I would agree that that taking a shower is more relaxing than a bath because when you're bathing bath wise. You're sitting there and you're thinking about all of the things that you don't normally think about. True. But you're you're like, okay, so I'm okay, so I'm here. Okay. Ew. Now I'm like laying. Okay, so the water now is like icky because I've been laying in it. Um okay, so I'm gonna have to get up and shower anyway. Okay, but in the meantime, <laughs> let me just sit and think if I can relax. Okay, let's relax. Mm. Okay, are we making salad for dinner? Are we making spaghetti for dinner? What is it that we're doing? I just feel like when you shower, it's like you start to get more ideas, but I think it's because you're upright almost. No, I mean, they don't make tubs. Oh, gosh. Yeah, that's a whole thing we can get into. Yeah. Can tubs actually be big enough that you could like, not like lay down, but like relax, have space. The big big ones. Yes, absolutely. (sighs) Yeah, I mean, yeah, for, for what it's worth, I agree with you. I also don't. I'm not, if I'm taking a bath, it's not to get clean. It was no. I'm not either not feeling well and want to soak in some hot water, Correct. or I'm trying to relax. Yeah, totally on the same page. Yep, completely on the same page with that. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, people were polled, and when it comes to relaxing, according to Americans, 41% of people say uh, showers, 32% say baths, and 7% said neither relaxing, which I don't agree with that. Hmm. Hmm. Eh. No. And t- t- not so much. To prove my point that they're not taking the right kind of baths, women were more likely than men to say baths are relaxing. The reason why is because they know what's up. Yeah. If they are going to relax, they're going to have going to have Epsom salts, going to have essential oils, mm-hmm. maybe some candles. They got the they got the whole thing. Maybe a bath bomb. Yeah, maybe that's a good point. Yeah, I didn't think of bath bombs. We yes. love bath bombs. They got it sorted out. Men were just like tub water, sit. All right, hot, get out. That's mm-hmm. what we do. That's so, tell you try it's it's different. It just hits differently. I promise. Uh, one of the things that comes with being a older sibling of however many me four McCall three uh, four. <laughs> Correct. Ugh, gosh, math is that uh, you carry some occasional influence. Sometimes good, sometimes not so good. Being an older sibling means occasionally comes with some power, yeah. and. Like most powers, sometimes you have a choice. Sometimes it can be used for good, and sometimes it can be used for, well, not so good. Mm-hmm. AJ McCall on VFX. But unknowingly, I think sometimes your influence can change opinions without intending to. Like, let's say that you decide, I don't know, your name's McCall Taylor, and you want to make a, or you buy a special artisanal type of bread, and... You're really excited about it, and you think it tastes great, and of course you want to share it with those that you love and care about, so you do. Yeah. 
and it's not their cup of tea, and that's fine. That happens. At least the first one, your boyfriend says, nah, nah, I don't like it. <laughs> that's good enough, but hopefully it doesn't influence anybody else on mm-hmm. their opinion. So this weekend, I got to go to the Gardener's Market, and they have, like, fresh bread there that's one of my favorites. They've been delicious. around for a super... delicious. They've done a super, super good job with it. They've been around for a long time, and... I ended up getting this bread, and they had a basil asiago bread, and then they had a uh, orange cranberry bread, oh, which sounds awesome. I'm so excited. I still haven't used it to make French toast yet, but I think I'm going to make gonna it for dinner tonight. There's just no doubt. Up, up in the air. But I buy this basil asiago bread. I love basil so much. And I buy it, and I slice it, and I eat, I don't know, maybe mm, a third to a half of the loaf, somewhere in there, right? And- Dustin and his little brother Caden get home and I'm like, Dustin, you have to try this bread. Like, it's so good. So I cut him off a piece. He takes a bite, immediately spits it right back out on top of the bread. And he's like, ha, 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 It's like, what are you doing? He's like, it tastes like spicy black licorice. Which is just, I mean, that is the most pure definition while also being like, ha. It's true. It's true. So Caden was out of the room at the time and he comes back in and I was like, no, it's not gross. Caden, here, take a bite of this. And so I cut him off a piece of bread and I give him a piece of bread and he eats it halfway through and he's like, hmm. And he just eats it for a second. I looked at Dustin. I was like, see, look. And Dustin's like, I thought it was disgusting. He's like, yeah, I don't really like it. But (laughs) I was like, why are you eating it then? Why are you eating it? But he just sat there and he ate it and he's like yeah it kind of tastes like uh, black licorice and Dustin's like yeah exactly that that's that's exactly it he's like you can't deal with it and I was like well what the crap I just bought like a whole bag of fresh basil so I can make fresh basil chicken but I should have been able to put two and two together because there's only been Dustin said quote I have only ever turned down one thing that McCall's ever made before and obviously I didn't make this bread but the other thing that he turned down was you guessed it, a pesto sandwich. Strange, because I should have put two and two together, because you know what pesto is? Basil. You know, Lots I just, of it. I just like the concept of Caden's inner monologue going, eh, I guess this isn't too bad. Like, it's not great. And the dust be like, oh, it's terrible. He's like, oh, yeah, it's terrible. Yeah, I hate it. Well, I'm really glad that you don't <laughs> like it either, because like, oh, man. But I, I love basil. I feel like it just tastes like fresh. <laughs> but Dustin was not having it sometimes being an older sibling comes with uh, some powerful influence and sometimes not good sometimes yeah yeah, yeah. uh speaking of influence uh i i feel like as someone as a kid of divorce who's seen parents go through my own parents go through multiple divorces i feel like I at least have a good grasp of, of understanding it but then when it happens on a peer-to-peer level it's tough then something completely changes and i have no idea what to say luckily the advice was really simple, actually. That's after Harry Styles at about uh, six minutes. VFX. I feel like I have somewhat of a grasp on divorce from the standpoint of being a child of one and, and my parents going through, let's just say, several as I've grown up. Uh-huh. AJ McCall at VFX. Here's the situation. I need advice to give advice. The Automatrix, debated, Automatrix Group debated eight. So a friend of mine got to the point that they were done. Told their spouse... I want a divorce. They thought about it long and hard. They pondered it. They tried not to. And then they ultimately decided to. Uh-huh. And I decided that I would say nothing because no 
idea. I right. don't know the spouse. Right. I only know the, the one end of information. Told him, like, I'm here to give you my unbiased opinion. You tell me something, and I will tell you what my opinion is, but that is all it is. Uh-huh. And then we didn't talk about it a ton because my friend let it be known that they had let it slip out to a few friends while venting and that that's all they wanted to talk about. Mm-hmm. Have you gotten divorced? Has things gotten better? And they were like, it just makes it exhausting, and I feel like I'm being backed into a corner and not actually making my decision. I said, you know what? We have to talk about it. So, again, fast forward, jump, decided to say, I'm done. I want a divorce. And I said, I'm really sorry. That has to be extremely difficult. And I hadn't heard from my friend a bunch, which is understandable. It's a very emotionally traumatic time. Here's the part where I need advice. Apparently, over the last couple of weeks, while I haven't heard from my friend, and again, totally good with it, trying to sort out their life, I can only assume, friend decided to give the spouse another chance because the spouse had the, the wake-up call at hearing they needed a divorce and went back in and apparently started doing all the things that my friend had been asking for in the relationship and all that. Mm-hmm. And I got to tell just me, gut reaction, I don't think it's the right decision. However, have not said, not my place. I just don't know how to give advice in this situation because I already didn't know how to give advice before when my friend was just going through a divorce. Now they've rescinded the divorce. So what in the heck do you do nothing kind of where i was at i'm yeah. like I'm there's gonna- nothing there's literally nothing that you can do about this situation because um it's not yours so that's fair it is I, not mine i i mean it's not me it was not code like if, i'm not going through one if people it's like that this, game right where your friend dates someone terrible and you want to tell them and you're like oh, i don't know right like, to the max like, this all stakes. this may be a hot take that may peeve some people off but i feel like most people if both parties are willing to work through things and work towards a good relationship, you can make it a good relationship. That's a good point. I think genuinely that is the case. I should say that as far as I could tell, it is not one of the, th- in that relationship, the things that have been the leading to the divorce, it's not the things you can't come back from. Right. It's not any of those. It's So that's a fair point. I should backtrack, I think, because that point, totally agreeable. I yeah. guess- my hang up and why I say I don't think it's a good idea is because I feel like if you have to get to that point, and I can tell you that my friend has tried and talked and they've tried and this is what I need and this is what you're not providing. I feel like if you have to get that wake up call, it's only a matter of time before that, let's say politely complacency maybe kicks back in. And I guess then you're just right back to making, trying to make the same decision, which was already a monumentous one to begin with. I mean, yes, but also... Um Sometimes people just need wake-up calls, you know? Sometimes you need wake-up calls to realize that you're living your life complacently and you're not taking care of it and you're not paying attention to yourself every single day and you're not you're going through the motions of your own life. Sometimes you just need those kinds of wake-up calls, unfortunately. Who would have thought? Now, I, admittedly, I, I did set you up because I started this off by saying that the advice was so easy, but as we all know, right, people not giving their opinion, <laughs> maybe not the easiest thing to do. No. But, you know, that's uh, it's what we decided to do. And I think, again, uh, the type of relationship I have with that friend, I know that we uh, have connected again because they just frankly like having someone who doesn't want to talk about their relationship things all the time. And I'm like, that's cool. Whatever. We can yeah, talk about whatever. Sure. The weather. It's crazy. The sky yesterday. There oh, were, my gosh. Did you guys crazy. see the wild Torontos that were starting? <laughs> wild Torontos in Ogden. <laughs> We've been stumped. I'll be honest. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. We've been stumped a few times over the last few days. Let us change that. It's a brand new month. We've got the Logan Lanes $50 gift card we're competing for all this month. We can do this. 
Stranger Bridgeland, Florida, not on VFX with AJ and McCall. Three headlines, please. Okay, headline number one. A groom shot his friend on his wedding day. It's because he was having an affair with his new wife. So, question mark. You know, don't shoot people. Story one. Story number two. A 20-year-old guy got arrested after assaulting an elderly man, setting a home on fire, and then barricading himself in a treehouse. I like the last part. That's, Yeah. I don't care for the no. I don't care for the rest of it. Mm-hmm. But the barricade of the treehouse sounds fun. Yeah, okay, go to the go to the treehouse, bud. And then we got headline number three. A couple got arrested for assaulting each other with spaghetti. But like pasta is like the least assaulting thing food wise. Correct. Food wise. Food wise. Like Thank you. it's it's just it's inconvenient, annoying oh, perhaps. Man. Assaulting? I don't think so. And it just gets everywhere. You just gotta wait for it to dry out the so sauce. it's all crunchy. The sauce would be like the stains. Awful. <laughs> Look oh. at us here, adulting. Wow. We're adults. There you go. Three crazy stories. You know, I always had ideas that uh, having a food fight would be really, 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 really fun, <laughs> but then we get into the Stranger Bridgeland, Florida, not on VFX with AJ McConnell. I'm like, eh, maybe not. You know what? Let's pass. I'm not gonna give up that easily, though. That being said... Lance, you could pick one food, not to not to really hurt anyone, but to get your point across, having a food fight, what would it be? Peas? Peas? That's right. Peas? Because they're stinky. Because I don't like peas. You're gross. Yeah. I mean, that's fair. Get these so, uh, get these away from me. That's I mean, the best food to waste. That's an emotional I, that's, statement. That's fair. I, I should uh, just so you know, I don't, if if you ever get a chance, it's pretty satisfying to pie someone in the face. I'm just going to say. It's true. Pretty satisfying. It's true. All right. Three full stories, please. Okay, story number one. Some groom shot his friend in the leg on the way back from his wedding last weekend because he suspected that the guy was having an affair oh, with his suspected. new wife. The friend is okay. The groom was arrested for attempted murder. Um, I mean, he shot him. It was clearly like a warning, like, hey, I know. I, I There is no word on whether or not that was happening. Yeah, when you said suspect, I'm like, ah, well, I was cheering for this guy mostly, and now I'm like, well, you might have jumped the gun on that one a little bit. <sighs> Literally. Pun they, intended. They got stuck in a bad traffic jam. It caused a car crash, and they were airing out some dirty laundry, and then he grabbed a gun oh. and then was like, boom. So no. Just, just, he was already annoyed, and then it just <laughs> bubbled over. Yeah, bad news. So there's story one. Story number two, a 20-year-old guy decided to um, barricade himself in a treehouse after he assaulted an elderly man and set fire to a home. I don't know if Good it's the gosh. same home, if it's a different home. <laughs> somebody, that somebody has either he split up two bad days for somebody, or somebody had a really bad. Yeah, day. I'm not really, I'm not really sure. But then, yeah, he barricaded himself in a treehouse. He eventually surrendered without incident and was arrested. Uh, I think it came to him like ah, I don't think I can. I don't think I can defend this treehouse from SWAT. I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna be honest. I feel like it's a little bit rickety built. So there's story two and story number three. A couple got arrested on Friday after they got drunk. They started arguing at 1 a.m. It was a late dinner, if you will. Yeah. Uh, eventually turned into a food fight. No word on who in- in- instigated it or what it was about, but they ended up m- both mashing a plate of spaghetti into each other's faces. <laughs> Someone called the cops. They were still covered in spaghetti when the cops showed up, and now both of them are facing domestic battery charges. I'm not saying it's the healthy oh, yet from Florida. Not did that like the the way to go. Well, this guy also got this lady also got arrested for stabbing this guy in the arm oh. during a drunken fight in October. Okay, yeah, that would that would yeah that that's a history of problems. Yeah, what? No way. So there you go, three crazy stories. All right, Lance, what do you think? Story one, two, or three? I was thinking three, but I'm I don't know. I'm kind of with you too because 
Well, now I, I was I was initially ruling out the groom one because I was like, look, I'm not saying I would shoot somebody, but if somebody's sleeping around, like, yeah, maybe, maybe I got it. That one's a little bit confusing. The treehouse one is funny, but I, I was initially leading three, two, so maybe I think we should just go with it if both of our guts are telling it and not talk ourselves out of it. Okay, let's go with three. All right, we're going with our guts on this one, you know, because we heard spaghetti. McCall, is it story number three? It is. Congratulations. Oh. We've got you qualified for the gift card at Logan Lane's. Hang on the line. We'll grab some info from you, okay? Okay. P's not not very devastating, like, food fight-wise, right? More like you're the distraction guy. Like, you got the buckshot approach. Don't get me wrong. So you're going to get a lot of contact. But Mm -hmm. in terms of effectiveness of quote-unquote food fight, like... I just feel like it would be very stinky. Be very, like, eh. Yes. So, so is that a, like a COVID thing for you, or you've always thought peace like actually stink? stink. I mean, like stink, like they smell, smell stink, not stink like-y. out loud. Interesting. They smell like. That's the first time I've ever heard anyone say like, "Man, pe- these peas." Oh my god, I can't just. I'm sorry. Have you never it. smelled them before? Does your nose work? I mean, I would say yes. I've had them before, so I they assume my nose was operating at that point in time. Like, never have I been like, ah, oh, you know what? I want a peas candle. Never. Well, no. Never obviously have not. I thought that was that just was the most ab- appealing smell. <laughs> Congratulations, to Lancey Wits, Florida, not on VFX. I think we got to talk about this food fight thing. Yeah. Because just sure. yesterday, someone asked, was McCall specifically, about a potential not gonna say, food fight opportunity. But uh, now I'm concerned because, you know, assault. Yeah. I have always thought that the idea and the execution of a food fight was just fun. Yeah. AJ and McCall on VFX. In fact, yesterday... Well, we were doing Skyview's uh, Bold and Blue, which big thanks again for them to have us out. We love going out there and doing their fifth quarter and all that. Um, someone asked McCall, are we going to get to pie you in the face again? And I said, potentially. That was very quiet. Oh, sorry. Yes, potentially. <laughs> I whispered it. I'm sorry. I wanted it to be a secret. <laughs> It's not a secret now. I, I'll just I'll, I'll play it out. Could yes, hear eventually. It, so I don't think anyone could. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so, but you know, assault. So, uh, <laughs> you know, that thing, <laughs> I, don't go back. I I think I figured it out. I really, I was putting my brain to work on this since Florida and I has ended like what I think the difference between assault food fight. Cause we get those stories all the time in Florida. Not one today, a couple of salts, each other with spaghetti. There's been what ketchup, hamburger steak. We've had them all. I think the difference is the look on your face. Yeah. Cause in movies and stuff, when people have food fights, they have, a smile on their face as they throw food. Everybody's thrilled. I think in these Florida not cases, they're not having a smile. They're frowning and saying curse words. And then Correct. everybody's like, okay, well, this is this is an ill-intented food fight. And we could just not allow that. You have besmirched the concept and ideals of a food fight. My dad forever, by the way, for his, uh, it kept moving. It was going to be for like his 40th and then his 50th. And then like when we graduate, wanted to have a, a pie fight mm-hmm. for a special event. We never got around to having it. But I had to, I, look, as we told Lance, there's just something extremely satisfying about pieing someone in the face. I don't know what, I think it's the sound and the sensation, but it just, it's great. There's no way that you can't be like, oh, oh my gosh, that lifted my spirits. Yep. And trust me, I know, because I walked around and asked pure strangers, and at the beginning of it, they were like, well, no, no, like, I, I want to be nice. And then by the end, they were like, yes, please put more whipped cream on this. I want, Ugh! 
I love this. There's video evidence of that as well, by the it's way. True. The AJ and McCall show needs to address a uh, conspiracy here that just way too many people are buying into. And let's just say it has something to do with, with those birds, or pff, as you think they are, birds, birds outside. <laughs> There's no denying the AJ and McCall show loves the occasional conspiracy theory. We're not going to deny it. We've got crazy beliefs of our own, too. Right. At least defined by some people. <laughs> AJ McCall and VFX, but we need to address this belief that too many people out there share that birds are birds. <laughs> birds? No. They are agents of the government and they work for the bourgeoisie. <laughs> oh my gosh. McCall joined a really new interesting Facebook group. I did. I did. It was really, it's, uh, it's been really funny so far. Let me, let me see if I can find it real fast. I can't spell birds apparently because they're not real. Birds aren't real is what the, the Facebook group is. Mm. There's uh it's established in nineteen seventy six. A can't movement, be true. not a conspiracy theory. <laughs> there are seventy five thousand people, including four of my friends who like this. Uh eighty thousand people have followed. Because they're government drones. <laughs> Why do you think they sit on power lines? Oh my gosh, this is the funniest thing. So there's a meme. That's right at the top, and it's uh, it's that one where the guy's like sweating really heavily, right? Mm-hmm. It says, "Me, truth or dare? Government, truth. Me, are birds real? Government, dare." <laughs> <laughs> They're not real. They're These drones. are funny. It's funny. The whole reason we got into this conversation yesterday is McCall stumbled across someone asking if uh, if everyone had noticed that there just weren't a ton of birds around. Yeah. Oh my gosh, people were like, no, they're not, because the government called them back. <laughs> it's been hilarious. Like looking so at good. looking at so it good. at the breakdown. I think it was on the Cash uh what is it, Cash Valley 411 page or something like that. Um But I I jumped on there and someone was like, Has anybody noticed any birds? And it's like, Yes, birds are everywhere. I live in whatever, Nibley. There's a bunch of birds at my house. It's been it's been oh. funny to follow this thread because there's like 500 comments on it right now. Debating the merits of whether birds have been around or have not been around. And if so, where have they gone to? That's awfully suspicious that I can't see them right now. <laughs> so weird. Birds work for the bourgeoisie. What? Uh, so if you... I think certain dynamics, I don't want to say 100% because I operate under that premise when we were talking about couples and how I feel like when it comes to uh, couples that eventually one kind of becomes the point of context, not always true. But I think certain dynamics in a lot of uh, friend groups or family groups eventually play out. I think there's the one that's the loud one. There's the one that's the, the not serious one, right? And then I think there's generally, in some capacity, in most friend or family groups, there's the peacekeeper. Mm-hmm. Peacekeeper is one that tries to keep everybody level-headed and usually is the one that talks sense. Wouldn't it be an indication of an issue if the peacekeeper has a problem? Mm-hmm. I think that certain dynamics definitely develop within groups, whether it's friends, families, whatever it is. And I think there's some common tropes that you can regularly encounter. AJ mm-hmm. McCall at VFX. I think there's, there's going to be the not serious one. There's going to be the the parent one. There's going to be the peacekeeper. There's a couple. Maybe you don't have all of them, but I think there's some common ones that most would have throughout their group. Mm -hmm. AJ McCall on VFX. And my question is, if you write off, just because I think there's a general ignorance about your surroundings once you kind of come into your own teen angst and understanding because you kind of 
self, I think, isolate because you figure it out. So let's write off from 24 down. Let's okay. just say 24 down. I'm kind of curious how much, like, do you, do, do you personally, I'm not accusing McCall of anything. I'm just curious. How dare you? I'm not. I'm not. I just want to be clear. I don't want people to be like, oh, my gosh, AJ's McCall's it. No, I'm just curious. Do you, do you think of stuff like that? Like, when you think of your group of friends or group of people you hang out with, friends, family, et cetera, do you think of, like, they're the calm one, that's the parent, that's the silly one? Not, like, all the time, but do you, like, identify that? Like, I did a call sign thing for a bunch of my friends, and it was attached to stuff like that. I don't. No. But okay. I, I don't I don't think of I don't know. I just I don't hang out with a ton of people anyway. And so it's like the people that I do hang out with, it's just I don't know. They're just my people. <laughs> so I'm just kinda of curious because in one of my one of my dynamics, there's definitely one that's the peacekeeper, the the, the soft spoken one, but they're the one that's like, No, this is great, and they go along to get along and they are the one that kind of Occasionally, the go-betweener is everybody gets heated or whatever. And what amazes me is I feel like they've been identified as such within that situation, within that dynamic, I mean. Mm -hmm. And recently, stuff has come up and the peacekeeper's like, nope, and they've started snapping. And and to me, like, that was the indication. I was like, wow, this is is bad. Right. Because if the person who's like... If so-and-so is snapping, then, yeah. They're the person that's hard to... They're the one that generally like, okay, let's get it out. Say what's out. And then the... They, you know, they're the ear, the sounding board. Right. Sounding board's a good word. And they're the ones that are saying, like, hey, I just kind of astonished to be like, shouldn't it dawn if we've all agreed, like, yeah, they're the one that's the peacekeeper. And then they're like, oh, my gosh, they're mad. Like, maybe something's wrong. We should reexamine this. Yeah. I was just kind of curious. And like I said, I didn't want to operate under the premise because I thought for sure when we talked about uh sort of one of the couple, one member of the couple becoming the point of contact. I was like, I think this happens with everybody. But McCall's like, no. And I'm like, okay, fine. I was wrong. This happens to a fair amount of people I know. But I feel like in this dynamic, it is applicable generally in majority, but maybe I'm wrong. I was just amazed because I was like, what do you do when the peacekeeper gets mad? Because I don't know what the answer is. Like You assess the situation and you figure out why they're mad. Well, I mean, like, I know that, but, like, if, if everyone in the group is not a, doing the exact same thing that you just said, I'm like, I don't know how we move forward, because, yeah. like, they're the ones that generally are the spearhead of the solution, and you guys aren't identifying what the problem is. I don't know. Oh, boy. Hey, wouldn't you define Olympics as, like, the pinnacle of competition, right? In a lot of yeah. avenues of sport, like, mm-hmm. it's to determine the best of the best of the best. Right. So by that definition, isn't a tie kind of a slap in the face? Yeah, it is. The Olympics are one of the premier. No, they're not one of the premier. They are the premier competition in the world for most athletic competitions. Mm -hmm. AJ McCall on VFX. So by definition, if you're going to, quote, crown the best in the world. You should crown the best. Listen to the lady. Period. Now, I know there was a bunch of joy over the high jumpers that tied, and I'm going to mess up names, but uh, Gianmarco Tamberi of Italy and Mutaz Essa Barsim of uh, Qatar chose to share a first place Olympic uh, gold medal at the men's high jump in the final, thanks to a quirk in the rule book. To me, and I think McCall is also with me, I'm pretty sure if they tie, you just uh, run it back. Correct. I mean, that's that's my understanding, at least. This is something that's always been, like, annoying to me. 
Because I swear, I want to say that there was a Super Bowl that it was like, oh, yeah, we're tied. No. What was it? There was something. There's games. Regular season games can, yes. But there was something that I was like, this is the dumbest thing ever. Why is it tied? I can't remember <laughs> what it was, but it was like, why did we even have it? Like, this, this- oh, no, it was, sorry, it was the Super Bowl of music. It was the, uh, I think it was the CMA Awards. That ended up oh, coming forward because yes. it was yeah. Carrie Underwood Stupid. and who was it? Ken, Carrie Underwood Luke, and no, Keith, it was Thomas Red, right? Keith Urban, I think. Was Thomas Red. Th- I Thomas don't remember. Red. Doesn't matter. There were two of them, and I was like, "Why are we even doing this?" I agree. What's the point? It's stupid. It was the same day, I think, as the Super Bowl, which is why I no, associated the no, two of fair. them. But there's an old sports saying that says ties are like kissing your sister. Yeah, it's like just you know, just pick, just pick somebody. Run it back. Pick someone. And look, in this situation, right, well, they can't jump higher, so do we jump until they're tired? They come up with something else. All right, here's what we're going to do. One-legged race. We're going to put you guys over a foam pit. We're going to give you guys those those uh, inflatable toothpick looking, or not like toothpick, it. earwax thingies, <laughs> right. Q-tips. Yeah. And whoever falls down, silver. We'll Great ju- for you. We'll just do some kind of a, uh, what do they call it? That one wipeout game. Let's yeah, just do a wipeout Whoever course. makes it furthest in the course. Go. Why is that not an Olympic challenge? In I all honesty. Know. I don't know. I think it's a great idea. Yeah. But seriously, I just never have I ever been able to understand being like, oh, yeah, it's tie. a tie. It's like, no. No, and this, that's what's so ridiculous is that championship games, the policy is you play them out until they're done. You got to get a winner. So I don't understand. Like, I understand the merit of cool. And you can put in the record books, like, officially they tied in sudden death gold. Like, fine, write it down somewhere and then we can look at it later. But if the idea is to crown the best of the best, which is, I feel like, the idea of the Olympics, or at least one of the core pieces, run it back. Yep. And if in this case, you can't run the event again because they both can't jump any higher. Well, you know what? Foam pit of death. Have fun. Yep. But you'd be real motivated to knock someone down if you can get a gold medal out of it. I think that's a great idea. Great <sighs> idea, AJ. Do we do... So we did a uh, fun fact about our first uh, Park Narcs tournament. We did the bracket style, right? Because we... We came up with it and we decided with COVID and stuff, we were going to do it in March. We did it like a bracket. Do we do mm-hmm. like an Olympic style? Do we podium from hence there forth with tournaments? Uh, we mix up the theme a little bit? No. Maybe? I don't know. Well, I feel like I'm underqualified to be able to make this choice. You are part of the AJ McCall Olympic Committee of Park Narts. Ah, yes. You've been dubbed. Yes. Uh, well, you got to help us decide because, of course, first we gotta, you got to qualify the field. Correct. So this week we pick another winner. The worst parking spot in Cache Valley, and they'll move on to the Olympics, to the brackets, whatever it will be at the end of the year, the Park Narcs Tournament. Make sure you take a look. We're going to, again, to just laugh and be amazed at the way that people justify their terrible parking. Mm-hmm. It's on our Facebook page, getting pinned to the top as we speak. Utah's VFX vote for Park Narcs. Olympics, March Tournament, whatever it is, we're all competing for one thing, and that is the Park Narcs end of year to coronate the top Park Narc nominee of the year. We had our winner for 2020. We'll have a winner for 2021. Correct. AJ McCall on VFX. The question is, who's going to get there? And it starts with, again, this week, each week, find out who's the worst in Cash Valley. They ascend to a level of greatness mm-hmm. in terms of their terribleness. That's right. Terrible nominee, greatness. <laughs> nominee number one, Monte Carlo! I do not like those vehicles. I know. I don't either. Look, I promise Monte Carlo, I won't necessarily vote for you just because, just because. I don't like those vehicles, but I don't like those vehicles. I mean, it just doesn't help. 
No, no, it doesn't. That being said, I don't have any, um, as far as I can tell, bias. Nobody. Yeah, I've never heard that they're terrible drivers or anything. I just don't like the vehicle. No. So that's, that's worth noting. It has. It came around a turn, like it entered a parking lot, pulled a quick Yui, and then it was like two spots perfect. I got a boat here. I got to park my boat. Yep. Parking boats are. It's difficult. It is. It's no, a little I'm, different, though. I bet it is. Like uh, I, don't, I don't feel like I'd be good at it. Haven't haven't done it. I, have I uh, unless you're very very comfortable and you're right there next. Like I mean, like right there. Don't let me do it. Uh, nominee number two, park on the striped lines. This SUV. Almost. It parked between two sets of, a set of lines. Excuse mm-hmm. me. It got that part right. The problem is those two sets of lines are connected by the diagonal crosses that mean don't park don't here park because here. this is for the special needs spot. Yep. So close. Just mm. so far away still. Mm. You decide which one annoys you the most. Utah's VFX on our Facebook page. It is pinned to the top. Which parking spot is the worst in Cash Valley? This week, we will tally up the votes Friday. The winner will get a um, floating sensations uh, certificate. And you can, of course, play Park Narcs. Do your part to clean up the valley. Submit your Park Narc nominees by uh, taking a picture safely. Yes, please. And sending it to either Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. They're all the same. Utah's VFX. Then you're playing Park Narcs. You're doing your part. I've got an issue about a certain package because I think there's a uh, prevailing theory or prevailing feeling of what I should do amongst my family. But before we get there, someone tried to quote unquote set a trap for McCall and I yesterday. Yep. Because they suspect of something we absolutely did not do. Nope. I cannot maintain our innocence anymore. But this is getting laughable. It is. Now, if you follow the after show, AJ McCall after show on Twitch, AJ Shift 7 McCall. Same as the podcast, then you already might have heard a little bit of this, but AJ McCall at VFX received an email along with a bunch of other people in the building. Everybody. Yesterday, because someone's food disappeared out of their workspace. Mm -hmm. Now, we can get into our feelings on this, but I think the most important thing is that not me... So I'll let McCall speak on this. I, as far as I could tell, have not been had not had the finger pointed directly at me. Right. At various times in this coworker's issues of things disappearing. Correct. Which is many at this point. Yeah. McCall has definitely been asked some questions. <laughs> yeah. And I don't know why. Like, do I look like I would just steal everybody's stuff? It was profiling on that one specific thing. I know. So some <laughs> this person individual <laughs> i have had conversations somebody they asked me if i stole their their creamer and i was Profiling, like right i was like because i drink coffee, coffee. Yeah. right i was like no i did not steal your creamer like i drink my coffee with a protein shake not like wow oh my gosh this is over the top best flavor ever happened before it's just yeah you just do it like it's just power through sis but this this go around, I'm just, I'm so confused. I'm so confused. Well, no. So where the issue really ramped up, so we get the email and we'll get into that. But where it ramped up is yesterday, a few of us, including McCall and myself, were standing in the hallway. Mm-hmm. A said co-worker walked between us on their way to their workspace. Chapstick fell out. Yep. Now, this co-worker didn't bat an eye, despite oh. the fact that the four of us having a conversation... All turned and looked at it. Yeah, because the chapstick fell to the ground. And it did that, It did that. you know, plastic against carpet sound. That right. That thwock sound. Yeah. 
So then we were laughing and like, oh my gosh, this is a trap. It is a trap. This coworker's waiting to see if one of us picks it up and walks off with it or says anything. <laughs> we didn't. <laughs> No. We no. all looked at we it. We ignored it completely. We're like, we're not even getting involved in this. No. We don't want fingers pointed at us, even if you pick it up and take it to a big... It's you! You are the thief! No. What? I didn't want any of that. <laughs> no. So we left it. They yep. got it, and their trap failed, because it was a terrible trap to begin with. It was like when you see those movies where people are trying to pick fights, so like they, oops, I dropped my wallet, they just like clearly throw it down on the ground. Right. It was like that. Right. What makes this even more ridiculous is McCall's prevailing theory, which I think is 100% correct, on what is actually happening to the quote-unquote stolen things. I think it's just being eaten. So the last time that there was an issue, it was a banana. They, their banana had been eaten, not, but not, not a just whole a whole banana. No, no. It was half of a banana. It was their half of the banana, and they're like, where'd my half of a banana go? Somebody ate my half a banana. Who would eat my half of a banana? That's how the conversation progressed, by the way. I was sitting in the cubicle right next to it as the conversation went off. Where's my banana? Who would eat my other half of a banana? Nobody. Nobody would eat the other half of your banana that you've already eaten. Absolutely zero people. Zero people open up a fridge and go, oh my gosh, you know what sounds great? That half eaten banana. Half a banana. No, nobody would. No, it's... If anything, it got thrown away. Yes. Or... You already ate it. And just forgot. And forgot. Much like. Which is forgivable because you know what? I do this all the time. I do it all the time. I'll be like, where are my leftovers? And Dustin's like, you literally ate them for dinner last night. However, I don't believe you send like a housewide memo that's like, all right, who who stole my leftovers? I'm so furious right now. You ate my leftovers. Sit everybody down. like, like, no, you literally ate them. Thought I could trust you. Pacing back and forth. I can't. Now we're gonna have to we're gonna have to ask some tough questions. I just I feel like the consistency of it, because it's only one individual. Yes. Like cameras. Seriously, game cams are quite cheap. Like you can get them for quite cheap. Let yeah. me clarify before anybody's like, well, really, they're not okay. <laughs> I know. You can get them for a decent price. And they take good pictures. They're better than security camera pictures. I'm sorry. Yeah, security, apparently if you get a quote-unquote security camera, it has to be grainy and fuzzy. Correct. Can we get like a camera that takes pictures in four pixels, please? Yes. Yeah. Two, Two and a half. Pixels. That's yeah. my max. Exactly. Sorry. Oh, it's nuts. Yeah. So uh, let it be known. Innocent, but definitely a very terrible trap was, tr- was tried to be sprung on us yesterday to prove that we stole, which yeah. we didn't. No. <laughs> now let me be very clear. I like to save money i would say frugal some may say cheap and if you know you know there's a difference i had a situation arise with a uh, package that i had mailed back home and i feel like because of what happened to it there is now an expectation that i need to go be bad cop oh good and i'm not sure that i want to be but i kind of i had a package sent home because i'm gonna go see McCall are going to Chicago next week for a conference. So I'm going to see my family. So they're going to bring it to me. Mm-hmm. AJ and McCall for the Automatrix Group debated eight on VFX. And shall we say there was some uh, liquid in this package? It was a box of stuff. Uh huh. Now apparently, I'm not sure. I think the conclusion we came to is I got a call this weekend from um, my stepmom who who was the first one to see the box and it was soggy. So she opened mm. it up, and apparently some liquid spilled out. Doesn't look like anything was damaged. Doesn't look like anything was necessarily open. 
But something got out and it ruined the box, but it didn't look like it ruined any of the contents. So she, okay. She's nice enough to clean it up and send me pictures of it. And she was like, you got to make sure to send this. Send this to the, the people that mailed it to you. Make sure you get some kind of refund or discount next time. Which was sort of my initial reaction because like, yeah, okay. Like it, nothing was damaged, but like this wasn't great. But the vigor in which they were like, hey, you got to get a refund. You got to get a refund. Now I feel like since I'm going to see them. I have to, mm-hmm. right? Because they're going to hand the box and be like, hey, what did they say? And now right. I feel like I have to say something. Uh-huh. And again, to be clear, I two two main points to be clear. I don't think anything was damaged. Right. From what I can tell. It's a very important statement. Yes. And two, I'm not saying this is, is expected to happen. It shouldn't. But it's like not a huge deal, obviously, right. since not worst a worst thing. Worst things have happened. Yeah, exactly. Right. Like it could have exploded and everything right. could have been ruined. So I legitimately, we're going to put this poll down. I'm legitimately going to do what the poll tells me to do. But I was curious, like, if you were in this situation, say you ordered, you know what, makeup. Say you had makeup sent to you by mail and, um, I don't know, mascara or eyeliners. Those are liquids leaked out. Now, it got all over the stuff, but it didn't ruin any of your foundation or any of that stuff. Would you send an email back with some pictures and say, hey, heads up, this <laughs> happened? Well, I'd be furious because my mascara would be like $42. Okay, well, there we go. So there's a, there's a little bit of precedent there to say something. I'm, I'm exaggerating a little bit. Mo- Maybe like 35 but still. <laughs> no. But like, would you, what, how would you go about it? How would you do it? I would be furious. Okay, so pictures, email, the whole nine. Yep. Here's, here's the other question. I feel like I need to, like I said, because I, I, I don't want them to be like, did you do anything? And I was like, no. <laughs> Uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> I did nothing. I thought it would be easier this way. What What do I say in the email? Because if I send the picture and say, hey, heads up, this happened. It seems like everything's okay, but you know, the box was ruined or whatever. Like I wanna I definitely don't feel the need to go like ultra bad cop on this one. Right. Like, it's just like this hey, is ridiculous. I just I just like to give you the heads up, uh, because I'm kind of bummed that this happened, basically, it is made what me it comes sad. down to. Yeah. Lots um, of emojis. I'm a little bit sad. Broken heart emoji. They were actually pretty cool. They were. Uh, they sent me an email when they, when they were packing the box. One of the things we ordered wasn't available, so they sent an email and like, "Hey, we don't have this. What do you want to replace it with?" And I was like, "Oh, here's some just generally loose guidelines if you right. can figure it out." Whatever. Like, uh, actually, we found it. <laughs> and I was like, "Okay, that was weird, but cool." So it's gonna be the poll of the day. Question is, would you send the email to complain about a? How would you classify this? not a it's not a mess up of my package an inconvenience yeah a notable inconvenience of my package Pack- package inconvenience yeah would you send a message to see if they would do anything to reimburse you whatever the poll says tomorrow when it concludes i'm gonna do it um so that's gonna go up on our instagram story utah's vfx if you're not following us you should along with aj mccall but question be along the lines if you had an inconvenience with your package something spilled and it didn't ruin anything but something spilled in it, would you reach back out to where you ordered it from and be like, hey, heads up, this happened? Yeah. Now, it did not make Facebook roulette yesterday, but we need to share this picture and have a discussion about what the heck McCall stumbled across on Facebook yesterday. <laughs> because we all had a great laugh about it. Yeah, it was great. And then McCall was able to put a logical spin on it, which made it even more confusing. Sorry. Jam, I don't care who you are. I love that song. Kid Leroy, Justin Bieber, that's uh, their combo together called Stay. Make sure you never miss any of Utah's hottest music. Get our mobile app totally free. Utah's VFX in your app store. AJ McCall at VFX. It did not make it for Facebook roulette, but man, it was so darn funny yesterday, the post that McCall landed on. 
It was two toasters that were hanging from a ceiling. By the way, new favorite word of the AJ McCall show is missile toaster. Missile toaster. With a T. So M-I-S-T-L-E toaster. Yeah. I, I said with a T and then everybody's like, yeah, toaster. Yeah, Duh, toaster. Yeah. That's exactly Idiot. what happened. I was like, duh. If you want to spell without the T, just go flat out missile toaster. Like, I'm good with that too. Yeah, we got it. We're great with this. Because the caption, as McCall said, it was a picture of two toasters hanging from a ceiling outlet that said, maybe we should kiss under the missile toaster. And it was so funny, but... AJ was like, why would you have outlets in the ceiling? Yes, because I just pictured it like those memes you see before where it's like home improvement, so close, and then you see the one that has like the outlet in the sink. That's how I pictured it. Yeah, that's a little weird. But I, I'm looking at them, like there's a lot of different options for like why there would be outlets in the ceiling. So like where we're at right here, see how we have track lights up there right above your head? Yes. I'm assuming there are... They may be hardwired in, but if they weren't hardwired in, that's where your outlet in the ceiling would go in. You're telling me I could have a missile toaster right here? You could. As a matter of fact, you could. Kevin, I got a new note for the remodel. You know, people are looking through different things. Uh, Projectors also are an option Mm. for you to be able to, like, you know, plug it in there. I changed my mind. I want a projector instead of a (laughs) missile toaster. Actually, um, I'm just just kidding. Um, Some people, I mean... It's not like super common, but like with ceiling fans or whatever, I guess you could plug them in question mark, but usually that feels, that feels weird. Somebody said maybe for holiday decorations or auxiliary Christmas trees. Are you hanging it upside down? Ooh, Is this a portal Christmas, Christmas tree? tree yeah. What's going on? Interesting. Lots of people saying, uh, what disco ball or smoke generator? Oh, yep, it's I'm in, in the kitchen. I'm in disco ball. Whoa. I want to rotate and clap on disco ball. Please done. Man, this is just giving me so many good ideas. I can't wait till we have another plug- remodel meeting and I can muddle it down with ideas they're never going to do. This is a plug-in clock. For Who what? put a clock on the ceiling? <laughs> I mean, that's a lot. Nah, uh, I, I like my clocks, but no. Someone said definitely could be for a wireless sound system. A lot of the times people will put, you'll put like an access panel type of a situation there. So it's like, it's there, but you can just wire it in. Because the wires are, you know, connected or whatever. Oh. I don't know. The, if, if it's that, though, it wouldn't, it wouldn't be, you'd have to run like speaker wire. Like there's special wire for it. Like I said. Rope lighting to be swung around the ceiling. Swag cord. <laughs> McCall's got lots of logical explanations, which to me just makes it weirder. I'm, I'm like, oh, okay. I'm, I'm on the, the internet. Yeah. I found it on the internet. On the internet. I can't figure it out. Just, just, just know. I know. We're not, we're not talking about that certain holiday that comes at the end of the year yet. Cause it's only no. August 3rd. But just know, you know, you really want to mix up your party and do something different. Mistle toaster. That's all I'm saying. There it is. Mistle toaster. That's all I'm saying. Ta-da. Speaking of colder weather, which I'm not inciting or inviting, but speaking of colder weather, finally, finally a poll that answers the question that McCall and I argue about all the time. Do you eat ice cream year round or only when it's warm? One of us is right. <laughs> it's not AJ. Common argument between AJ and McCall on the AJ McCall show at VFX is when do you eat certain foods? Do you eat cold foods when it's still cold? Do you eat hot foods when it's still hot? For instance, would you eat chili now or would you eat ice cream in December? Yes. Well, poll was done, McCall. And it wasn't even our own poll, though I know I think we've done at least one. Uh, apparently, National Ice Cream Sandwich Day was yesterday, which... Why is it the ones I want to know about I feel like I never hear about? So that one was really cool because you must have been like silent on social because um, I think there was like Aggie Ice Cream released one with Fat Boys, I think. And they released a new sandwich. I mean, I'm not being paid to say this or anything, but I'm going to go buy a whole box. 
freaking freaking missed it. Anyway, freaking because of it. that, because of National Ice Cream Sandwich Day, a bunch of Americans were polled, and the question was: Do we eat ice cream any time of the year, or is it mostly a summer thing? Now, I would like to clarify before we get to the results. I'm not saying that ice cream is mostly a summer thing. I will definitely eat it in the spring and or fall. I will eat it all the time. That being said, 68% of people said year-round. 17% of people said when it's warm out, and 3% of Americans said they only eat ice cream when it's cold outside, which is that sociopaths don't... Let's just set them aside. I don't mind eating ice cream when it's cold outside. I just don't. like. But only when it's cold outside? Yeah, only when it's cold outside is weird. Yeah, okay. Just making sure. No. Unified on that front. Yeah, that's not... Uh, Who's like, oh my gosh, it's a blizzard. You know what sounds amazing right now? Rocky Road. Ice cream. Mm. <laughs> mm, delicious. No, a bowl only of chili, if, you psycho. Only if you're going to put it on top of like a cobbler Ooh, and do like yeah, an LMO. Pie. I was just thinking Side the same note, thing. Yeah. I, I totally, totally made a fresh cobbler this weekend. What kind? It was huckleberry, raspberry, fresh huckleberry and fresh raspberry and then peach. Berry, oh, I was going to say berry explosion cobbler, but... Kind of, kind of. Peach berry explosion. Did you get ice cream to put on top of course it? Of course I did. I, I mean, just, I didn't buy special ice cream for it. I happened to have like a like a cheesecake ice cream though yeah, at my no, house. Yeah, and somebody's so going like, to complain about that and be like, yeah. is this not Fred? No, I can't eat this. Take this Sorry, away. Sorry, I Take can't. Take this away. I'm not going to do it. Our options though were cookies and cream, cherry cheesecake, or uh, cookies, cookie dough. So those I mean, those were my three options. So I went with the cheesecake. cheesecake yeah, I was probably like, fits the MO. Already, already doing berries. May as well bury it up a little bit more. Picture. No, no, I can't do it. It smells delicious, but I can't. You just, uh, no. How dare you? The audacity. It was delicious. <laughs> it was joyful. I'm sure it was. It sounds good. Oh, gosh. Uh, look, don't let anyone tell you when to eat whatever you want, though. I'm definitely right on this. Um, <laughs> but don't, definitely don't be, oh, like, is there someone out there we know? As much fun as we made, because now I want to know. I just want you to explain it to me. That only wants to eat ice cream when it's cold out? 68255 is the number to text. Start your text with VFX because... What? I mean, you're a unicorn. <laughs> because what? Yeah. 68255 the number to text. Start your text with VFX or Utah's VFX. Facebook, Twitter, Twitter, Twitter Instagram. Gram. All those work as well. If you took our advice and you're friends with AJ Knight and McCall Taylor on Facebook, then when we play VFX's Facebook roulette, we could be looking for your posts right now to share on the VFX Facebook page. Very true. McCall, what do you got? Well, I landed on my friend Cam's post, and it uh, it's some some WWE guys, <laughs> and it says, new bag of ice. And it's a guy clear up in the air and says, me, like slamming them down on the ground. <laughs> hilarious. Yeah, I know what you were talking about. It yeah, is a good me. one. It is a good one. I got a meme too. No pictures of this one. I landed on my friend oh. Jessica. It says queso equals Spanish oh. for cheese, but queso equals Southern for here's the plan. Y'all probably not going to like it. Yep. It's true. You can win because that's, <laughs> I've never seen something more true. <laughs> the AJ Knight, the McCall Taylor, find it at us across all social media. If you took cool pictures of the storms, I know a lot of people share those once we get really pretty sunsets or or sunrises, or storms, or clouds, or whatever. Send them to Utah's VFX, and McCall can compare and, and talk about it. Yeah. Because <laughs> she took a bajillion of them yesterday out at Skyview. I did, and I had zero shame in it. Um, Utah's VFX, speaking of which, vote for Parknarks. If you see bad parking, take a picture safely and submit it to Parknarks. And remember that your stance now is there can never be a tie in the Olympics, always foam pit of death. That's right. That's no the more only option. Foam pit of death. Yep. Determine who's going to win the damn medal. That's what we decide. Yep.
Other than that, don't steal your uh, co-worker's things. Please. And if you're a co-worker and you've had multiple things disappear, maybe check the trash. Yeah. Tell tomorrow for the AJ and McCall show. Don't say anything we wouldn't do. And thanks for listening to VFX.